Maggie was pregnant. There was no doubt about it. She had self-tested twice and now a doctor had confirmed it. There was also no doubt about something else. She may be a very white Anglo-Saxon along with her husband, but she knew her baby was going to be black. In the same way she knew her 19-year-old daughter, who was four months pregnant, was having a black baby, as was her best friend. And her own best friend, the almost aristocratic and very blonde Anthea, who had just confided that she had missed a period, was also going to be giving birth to a black baby. The whole thing had started on the family holiday to Barbados, when she, her daughter Tessa and her best friend Jane had been blackmailed and repeatedly gang-banged by a series of local men. Somehow she had managed to not get pregnant that time, although the more fertile girls weren't so lucky. It was when Errol, the ringleader, had turned up in Cheshire several weeks later to continue to corrupt them that she was impregnated. Anthea simply managed to find herself in the right place and time to get blacked too. There was an awkward conversation to be had and Maggie wanted to get it out of the way soonest. She promised herself she would sit down with Ewan that very evening, but he was working late and she never got round to it. The same happened the following day and so it went on. Before she knew it, she was in her third trimester. She was very large and her husband still thought she was going to give birth to a white baby that looked like him. After a heart-to-heart with Tessa, who was only a few weeks away from labour, her daughter agreed to be out for the evening to give them some privacy. As the minutes ticked away, Maggie prepared herself mentally for what was going to be a very difficult chat, and probably the end of her marriage. The nights were drawing in, and it was already dark by six o'clock when she heard Ewan's car draw up outside. She took a quick swig from her wine glass and prepared herself for the inevitable argument. She heard the car door slam, and then another. Damn, he had someone with him. She wasn't expecting that. The front door opened, and she heard the buzz of conversation. Seizing the bull by the horns, she put her glass down and went to meet her husband and their visitor. Ewan was standing in the hall, talking to a tall man with his back to her. Ah, darling, he began, I'd like you to meet a very important customer and friend. As he spoke, the customer turned around and Maggie nearly fell over. He was very tall, very black, and it was Errol, the man whose baby she was carrying. Ever the charmer, Errol took the shocked woman's hand and kissed it. Delighted to meet you, Mrs Murdoch, he said. Ewan has told me so much about you. Really? What has my husband told you exactly? Ewan quickly interrupted. Only good stuff, he said sheepishly. Shall I make the drinks? I have one already, Maggie said. I'd better set another place for dinner, though. Is steak okay? I love pink meat, said Errol, just out of Ewan's earshot, and with a cheeky smile to the simmering woman of the house. She glared back. Maggie had no idea what Errol was up to, but she couldn't see how it was possibly going to end well. Two miles down the road, 
Maggie's best friend Anthea was having an awkward conversation with her stockbroker husband Harry. Unexpectedly pregnant herself, in her forties, on the same timetable as Maggie, the well-bred socialite was also completely thrown by how she was going to explain a black baby to her husband. He was surprised enough by her fertility. It would be too big a step for him to understand how she had given herself to a dominant black man. At least she thought the father of the child was out of the picture. At least she had, until Marcy, his bisexual sidekick and partner in crime, had just phoned and told her in no uncertain terms that she was expected at Maggie's house that evening. That could only mean one thing. And with explicit photos in Marcy's possession, there was going to be no argument.